Before we get into today's game scoop, let's take a moment for a shout out to our sponsor, Squarespace. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create an awesome website, connect with your audience, and sell anything all in one place, all on your terms. With Squarespace, you can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream. You design your products, and production, inventory, and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. You can sell your products in an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Use insights to grow your business, learn where your site visits and sales are coming from, and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on top keywords or most popular products. Ready to get started? Head over to squarespace.com gamescoop for a free trial. And when it's showtime, use our special promo code gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested, and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android, or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to IGN Gamescoop, the first Gamescoop of 2016. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week, Justin Davis, Scoop. Vince Ingenito, Sam Claiborne. What's up, everybody? It's here. We've got a great show for you this week to kick off the new year. Uh, we're finally going, I'm finally getting around to announcing the winners of 2015 Damie Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most prestigious. Most yeah. prestigious. The biggest award we give out. Award show IGN. in the world. Did I win um, any? Well, you're going to have to wait and see. Okay. Uh, but before we look back at 2015, let's look ahead <laughs> at 2016. Mm-hmm. I've gone ahead and gathered all the release dates uh, for all, most of the big games of the year and the big events. And I think as we go through these, you'll start to see it's going to be another awesome year for gaming. It's going to be the year oh, yeah. of the indie. It's the year be, of the indie. We had that year already. Uh, like <laughs> Every year's year, year yeah. of the indie. Yeah, but this year especially. The the this month. year. This year especially is pretty crazy. All right, well, we're going to find so, out here. I was going to thought you were going to say the just, year of VR. <coughs> we're going to move through the year chronologically. Nah. Is everyone familiar with what that means? Um, yeah, in yep. order of awesomeness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, a lot of people are asking about History of Awesome. They want to know where, where yeah. that show went. I know. We can direct all messages to Steve Butts. Okay. <laughs> the desk of Steve Butts. Yeah. <laughs> Send them up the chain. Uh, now, this week, are we, we already start got... start in January? We're going to start in January. Yeah. This week. Okay. We already got Amplitude. That's right. Yeah. And hardware rivals. I kickstarted Amplitude. I totally oh, forgot about that. Yep. Money hacks. <laughs> it's the opposite of I paid for it. <laughs> you paid for it. Uh, yeah, Amplitude's out this week, and you were, you, you were like, Damon, 
Amplitude is out today. I can't believe you're not an Amplitude <laughs> and fan. And I was like, okay, because I never played the original. Wait, Amplitude. you of all people? Yeah, are that's not an what I said. <laughs> I figured you'd be like a religious, like Amplitude yeah. frequency, Apparently, like just nuts. I need to check it out. This yeah. is a game where you put in your own song and then it makes yeah. like a level for you to. Nope. No. So okay. you're thinking of so there's a game that came out after Amplitude or around the same time. Well, actually, yeah, it was after Amplitude and Frequency. There's been a few different games that have yeah. generated you know mm-hmm. beats for levels, you to play along. Basically. on the This play. one has pre-made songs. This is oh, a little bit like a Guitar Hero rock know, band, but you just use a normal controller and you slide along a track and then you choose which portion of the song you want to play and it had a really cool soundtrack it was the first time I remember seeing or hearing about harmonics that's right Um, Frequency was was their first game well well, before that before Amplitude they were both really dope I'm really glad to see it back I hope the new one's good I haven't heard anything about it it's excellent I had a a pre-release like uh, code that I played with a little bit over the week, over the break, nice. and uh, yeah, let's talk about Mass Effect now. Yes, we're not to Mass Effect yet. Oh. I thought we were going in order of awesomeness. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I haven't heard anything about Hardware Rivals. Uh, nah, I, I, I know we're going to be reviewing it, but I don't, uh, I don't know much about it. Next week, January twelfth, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. Yes, it's the second of three in the yeah. trilogy. China That's right. was like last spring. Yep, it's I reviewed that one. I'm reviewing this one. Uh, did you like China? Uh, I liked it. I, I didn't. I wasn't like this in is love the with it. 2D uh, Assassin's Creed game. It's based yes. on the wrestler China, if I'm yep. correct. <laughs> yep. 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 Female professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. No, but it's it's actually really interesting how they managed to find ways to inject the side scroller with kind of Assassin's Creed esque uh, mechanics. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know this is like I would get I'll get burned for this. I've enjoyed this more than any Assassin's Creed since. Assassin's Creed 2. It's not like a Metroidvania, though, right? No. no, no, it's not. It's more of a straight. It's a, it's more of a straightforward left to right. But there so is it's a little like bit super of Star Wars. Um, <laughs> or Mario? Why would you get Super Star Wars? But no, because it's like the aspect of the character and stuff looks like Super Star Wars. Well, what about Prince of Persia? Screenshots I've seen. It's a little bit more like Prince of Persia, right? Yeah. Where there is some, there is some going uh, back and forth within an area. There is some. A little bit, but it's not like a Metroidvania. Where so you're saying big, it's like yeah. Pitfall, the Mayan Adventure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> For the five people other than us that played that game. That's a great game. I bet more it's than five Pitfall people. Pitfall Harry's your dad. Great is not Spoilers. quite the word I would use to describe. Uh, also next next week, the console edition of Gone Home finally arrives. Right. If you haven't played Gone Home yet, and you have a PS4 or Xbox One, now you can finally check There's that achievements out. Achievements now, mm-hmm. including uh, one that's like speed run based. Wow. Yeah. Well, you can, clearly the point of that game. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes. It, Whoa. Oh, because yep. if you find that, well, oh, I guess I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, you can open doors if you know the cold puzzle solutions. Yeah. And another console edition is out next week: The Banner Saga. Yes, that's a great game. Very excited. I played it on iPad. I'll play it on iPad as well. Uh, I think it's also on Steam, probably too. It is. uh, That's a very, very cool turn-based strategy game. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, So definitely check that out. January fifteenth, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen comes to PC. Remember Dragon's Dogma? Yep, absolutely. One of the one of the better original yeah. IPs that Capcom's had in a in a while. Actually, it's a big strategy game. Or sorry, a fantasy game. I mean, yeah, action RPG. It's an action yep. RPG. Fantasy Lots of game. big monsters yeah. in that game. Yeah. You and the same day, Oxenfree comes to PC and yeah. Xbox One. Marty Sleva. Kids camping on a, an island, yes. and they're this big. Spooky 2D. They're little tiny people. Marty Sleva started game. declaring it his game of the year. Yeah. Uh, absolutely enamored and in love with it. Yep. Um, sounds like my kind of game. It's sort of like X. It's like summer camp slash X-Files slash Lost with yeah. these kids on an island and supernatural stuff happening to them, and you don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we put up the first like 30 minutes of the game, and it's totally worth checking out. Really yeah. cool. I'm glad that one came together. That's one that I like could have gone either way, and it mm-hmm. sounds like it's a real winner. Sure. I'm excited. January 19th. This, this one is a little hard to believe. A Boy in His Blob is coming to a bunch of different consoles. That's the Wii version. Which version? version? This is That's the Wii version. Okay, it's the ported version. Or, okay. it, it came to Wii, right? To Wii. Yeah. It was a Wii exclusive. Wii it was a great game. Yep. Yes, Wave forward. 
developed this one? Is uh, yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm correct about that? Yeah. Uh, uh, related, uh, sort of in like the IGN based, family. Based on the NES original, A Boy and His Blob, where... Uh, <laughs> Well, the boy is transported right? to Blobonia, right? <laughs> yeah. It takes place on a different planet. No, you travel to Blobonia. Okay, yeah. you go there eventually. But yeah. you feed the, the blob, blob jelly beans. Different colored jelly beans yep. to get him to turn into different The greatest things. thing mm -hmm. is that there's a call button in that game to call the blob, and the boy's like, Blob! <laughs> hey! Come here, Blob! In the Wii version? And you just hear it all the time. Yeah, you just have this button to He doesn't go, Bird Dog! It's great. Bird Dog! Bird Dog! The call button is really cute. That game's really fun. I'm so happy it's coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's going to ever like, play that. Kind of languished on the Wii, and it's going to have a second yeah. chance to find an audience. It's great. PC, PS4, Vita, and Xbox One for that one. And that day, January 19th, Darkest Dungeon officially oh, yes! releases after being in uh, early access for a full year. Yep. I was playing it last yep. January. So yep. excited. We, 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 th this time last year, the office was the most of the office was buzzing about Darkest Dungeon because it was it was in it had just kind of hit early access yeah. and all of us had played it like for like a weekend yep. and we were all we all came in like that same week and we're like oh my god this yeah. game and then we I all played, cool. we all stopped playing it because we didn't want to spoil it for ourselves exactly well I mean so. also the early access stuff just ended like I made it through I think like half like, the game was in that point yeah, and yeah, I yeah. beat the boss uh, with that throws the witch that throws one a party member to a pot yep. and man they say you can get that party member back but. <laughs> They're, they're gone. Yeah. They're done. <laughs> if you want to make it out alive, it's like, look, you're in the pot. I'm sorry, but you're in the pot. And yeah. We're just going to beat on this witch and then let you just... Ad advice for anyone who's going to play that game. Don't get too attached to your to party. any of your characters. Nope. You might want to like give them a name of your friend or your girlfriend <laughs> right. and then send them out, but they're, they're probably not coming home. Um, <laughs> That's great, like Fire Emblem. Great yep. like, roguelike turn-based RPG uh, yep. with just an incredible style and narrator and just oh, a the narration brutal... Makes it. A brutal sort of aesthetic to it. Um, just nothing else feels quite like it. It cribs the best parts of different games and mashes it all into like an awesome. It's yeah. just I'm really excited to see the finished product. Yeah. And that same day, a game for Sam Claiborne. Maybe if he's not into Darkest Dungeon, he would be into the Resident Evil Zero HD remaster. Why is that for me? I thought you liked Resident Evil. I like Resident Evil Four and onwards. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Which is to say, you hate Resident Evil. So Resident Evil, Evil forwards. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Coined right here. I'm a Resident Evil Forwards fan. Trademark. Uh, except for six. 25. I really like four and five. But no, uh, I played through that game, and, and it's an interesting game, but I don't, I've never really liked the fixed cameras, tank control stuff, mm, except when no. they looked really pretty, and those games were I, you know, so fun to look at, and so like now it's like, eh, it's well, a little zero. bit weird to revisit them. But hey, yeah. a lot of people love that game. Yeah. Resident, Evil, Resident Evil Resident Evil Remake remains my, remains my favorite Resident Evil. That is yeah. insane. Yeah, Remake was really good. That's it. Four, 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 four. Uh, Code Veronica. The next day, January 20th, for you PC gamers, Homeworld Deserts of Karek. I think Dan Stapleton's probably excited about that one. <laughs> I've never played Homeworld They sneak announced it. Uh, the next day, January 21st, Yakuza Kiwami comes to PS3 and PS4. Are we really going week by week throughout the whole year? Yes. Because I have to go home to my wife at some point. <laughs> well, you know, we only have release dates up to like June-ish. Yeah, yeah, after that, these are going to have release dates, not yeah. just After like April, it's going to And just this hazy. week, all the news has been shifting release dates. Yeah. Yeah. So many things have already delayed. gotten delayed. Like Scalebound made me so sad. Scalebound got delayed? I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, What about January 22nd, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam? Yeah, I played Paper Jam. Yeah. I, it's funny, I haven't played that series since the like first one. Which yeah, yeah, I love it. That was two divergent series that have come together in this game. Yeah. Oh, is that what oh is that what this is? Yeah, yeah but it's not actually oh. this is more of a Mario and Luigi game with the paper that. Mario characters in it. Yeah. Oh they're, yeah, okay, I'm all over that. They're they're pitching it as like a Street Fighter Cross Tekken thing, but then it still has to be one at all its the right core. Things. And this is this is <laughs> Mario and Luigi at its core. 
Yeah, which cool. I'm not a huge fan of. I, I like Super Paper Mario. That's my favorite uh, adventure. See, into Super that. Mario How funny, because yeah. I'm very much, I think the Mario yeah, and Luigi games are much better than Paper Mario. I found Paper I love, Mario kind of yeah. slow and kiddie. Yeah, and, Bowser's and Mario Inside and Luigi. Story had some funny moments. I love both of those I mean, those the games are really funny and good, yeah, and I, I like what they did with I Luigi. Be slow. I don't think I ever finished those games. Yeah, they, they, I like they start they, them out, I was like, yeah, this is fun. They plot along. All right, yeah. January 26th, A Day of Kings, I think that date is called. Final Fantasy Explorers. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a 3DS uh, game that's kind of in the Crystal Chronicles line mm -hmm. games. Co a cooperative, oh. a cooperative Final Fantasy game. I think. Uh, Marvel Avengers comes to everything after it was it was supposed to come out last fall. I think Lego it was Marvel delayed. Avengers. Lego Marvel Avengers. Sorry. Yeah. And The Witness. Yeah. Jonathan blows. Jonathan blows new game. Yeah, Super that's like a missed game that actually looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What a blow-off. Oh, I mean, well, I he, don't know. What a blow-off. Like, it's yeah, good because his name is Jonathan Blood. I mean, <laughs> he made Braid, and yeah. that was eight years ago. I still can't believe how wow. long, how old that game 2008. is. 2008. And he took all, Blade was, Braid was a, a big hit, and he took all the money he made from that and put it into The Witness. Like, it's incredible. Like, Braid made him millions and millions of dollars, and then all that money got put into his follow-up product. I, I really don't see how that game's going to be anything less than just an incredible puzzle video so. game experience. Uh, Jonathan Blow... Catches people give him a hard time for coming off as pretentious sometimes. I don't think he's pretentious. I think he's just really, he's really smart. smart. Yep. I think stuff. anytime he's, really he's in a room of people, he's Mind probably the smartest guy yep. in the room. Uh, good, um, good role in indie game the movie. Yeah, if you want to see who we're talking about, <laughs> like the elder statesman of, of indie games is sort of the role that he plays in that movie, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And if you think about it, the, the way things every, everything panned out, he ended up being like what Braid. I mean, nothing has come along since Braid that I feel like is is necessarily that much better than it but it created that beginning like ripple in the that began like that turned into a wave of like kind of like the indie yeah. art house platformer well, well it brought back downloadable Xbox Live yep like, it, what it, what it really so brought back into, yeah. into popularity or opened the door for was 2D puzzle platformers yeah, yeah. to make a big return mm -hmm. yeah for sure which Absolutely. I'm super grateful for I've played Me a lot too. of like, like Bionic Commando came out right then in N Plus and I remember those were yeah. like uh, all these great 2D platforming games mm -hmm. were really that's fun true. that's true and PG Winterbottom Oh, yeah, P.P. Love, Winterbottom. Love, love that, that one. Good. Yeah. yeah, wow. It's totally a deep, deep cut. That one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, January 28th, Dragon Quest Builders is out on PlayStation platforms. That's I mean, the Minecraft-ish game in the Dragon Quest yeah, universe. I don't know why people aren't more excited about it. I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see how the finished product is, but it's like this cool... I don't know how deep the Minecrafty part of it goes, yeah. but it's Minecrafty in the sense that you can break down and rebuild the world block by block sure. as you want. But then it's Dragon Quest themed. Like, it's an RPG with slimes, slimes. and all the other cool Dragon Quest stuff. Like... To me, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like okay. metal slimes and giant slimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's like I, slimes, I like all that stuff. Slimes. I have nostalgia for all that stuff, and I like that sandboxy gameplay. So I'm optimistic about that one too. Slime gang. Uh, that same day, Rise of the Tomb Raider comes to PC, mm -hmm. which is a very, very good game. And there's some DLC coming out for uh, based on Baba Yaga. Yeah, the stuff that's coming out yeah, for Tomb Raider. Yeah. It's a little bit more. I, and we don't have a release date for that yet, but uh, Baba Yetu, the Grammy Award-winning Civilization Four theme song. I can't or hear something else. I, was, I can't hear Baba Yaga without kind of sniffing. I'm just like, what is, what's a Baba Yaga? It's like a Eastern well, European. I think it's myth. a real like yeah. mythological mythological like, being or yeah. creature. Play the well, DLC. you just said a real mythology. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I, I, I get that it comes from a, fiction. It's not a myth that was just made up for the game. It's a myth that exists, has existed on planet Earth. Do you does not change how silly the name is. Do you think Yetis are funny? Uh, the name Yeti is kind of funny, but not as funny as Baba Yaga. That's I think Yetis funny. are scary. They're kind of scary, but they're not real, so it's fine. January 29th, this PC game Bombshell. Mm. No, not familiar with that one. No. Also, This War of Mine, The Little Ones, comes to PS4 and Xbox One. That game's supposed to be a real upper. Well, yeah, yeah. I'd say. It's it's a love life. What is yeah. it called? Uh, this War of Mine. Oh, yeah, This War of Mine. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like about a, a prison camp or something? 
It's about the effects of war on uh, children. Well, uh, what do you call it when you're not part of the, not one of the combatants? Civilians. Civilians. Yes. yes. What am I called? <laughs> what do you call this? Uh, January 29th, Also, Pack South kicks off in Texas. That's right. Um, I was there. At Vince South went last to the year. very first Pack South. That's right. I was there, and uh, with a couple of uh, IGN video team members, and we mm-hmm. made like. There was a surprising amount of awesome stuff there, so hopefully yeah, it's, a, cool it's a fans year. conference. So yeah. We don't expect a lot of news. And stuff Are you going like this year? Uh, no. Negative, sadly. All right, well, now we're in February. February 2nd, you guys ready? Have you guys already... Uh, February is such a big month. Set aside some time to play American Truck Simulator. Oh, snap. You know That's it. not what I meant when I said very big month. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Wait, wait, wait. Does it have CB radios in it? it I mean, uh, of course it does. Hold, it wouldn't be much of a simulator. Shake, shake the trees, break the leaves, little buddy. <laughs> Pulling into Astrodome City. <laughs> Got Smokey on your six. Uh, also, Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth is sure. out that day. Mm-hmm. I can't believe Digimon is still a thing. Gravity Rush Remastered comes to PS4. Yep, exactly. And for that. Tales yep. of Symphonia HD comes to PC. Yeah, that's the only Tales game I've ever played. It's the first Tales game, right? First one that came out, came out in America. Am oh. I crazy? Is, I don't know. Was it the very Is that one that America? came to Wii? Are you I talking played, about no. the Sonic the Hedgehog double-tailed protagonist? That was a GameCube game. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was a GameCube game. I, I, can't, I remember playing it and loving it, and I've, I've, I've enjoyed well, the Tales is, well, series. I regardless, that was my first and only exposure to the Tales franchise, and I have nostalgia for that, so maybe I'll go back to it. Miles, Tales, per hour. Per hour. <laughs> it took me years to catch on to that pun. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? Uh, February 5th is XCOM 2. Yes. Only PC this time around. PC only. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. For now. It's going to be Very great. exciting. February 9th is Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia. So let's see if you'll be... I'll probably be reviewing that. You know, too. I, I got to go back to XCOM. Okay. Yeah. Just for a second. We skipped right over Because us. our our good friend and colleague, Dan Stapleton, mm-hmm. made every one of us in his XCOM game for his teams. And they're kind of randomly chosen in it. But there's like a preview up right now. And like basically everybody in every video he's going to be making for the next few weeks <coughs> is like all the IGN staff. And he did a really good job. Yeah, I, have, they, I have sunglasses. They so played up the aspect of the game. The um, everyone already named their XCOM squad mates after their friends and family. But now the character creator is a little bit more robust. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like an insane character creator. But you can do a little bit more to make Sam look like Sam. And so that... A little bit more. Yeah. And then also that game's all about mods. Yeah, that's very, very moddable this time, which is the, probably the most exciting part about XCOM mm-hmm. 2, um, is that that game's going to have a life for you know a decade if the mod support is as extensive as it sort of seems to be. And also, it's just kind of cool how they've flipped the whole concept of what XCOM is uh, around a little bit in terms of like who's fighting who. You know, it, it follows on the idea that the alien, that XCOM failed, basically, an enemy within, yeah. and the uh, aliens took over, mm-hmm. and now we're living in a kind of an <coughs> artificial utopia, dystopia... That's, uh, that's yeah, the aliens are like, everything's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And this is either you're with them or you're against them. So a bunch of people have just, a whole generation of people have just kind of deluded themselves into believing that it's fine and we're fine and this is a good world and this is a good life. And you're I kind of like leading so a, a, re- a rebel group uh, to like kind of take back control from the aliens. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Great premise. Yeah. Getting back to Assassin's Creed Chronicles. Russia. No. On February 9th. <laughs> I just think it's interesting that China came out last spring. And then now after all this time, the final two are ready to go. Yep. Two months back to back. Yeah, yeah. That was fast. Dying Light the Following comes out that day, which is an expansion, and then I think also yep. a, like a standalone full like Game of the Year edition. So. Yeah, I wasn't enamored with Dying Light. A lot of people at IGN really liked it. A lot of people were a little bit more uh, uh, so-so yeah. on it. I was in the so-so camp, but I bring this up because I think the following looks v- v- like drastically improved. I'm, mm. I'm actually pretty interested in it. I might revisit the game. What about Firewatch? 
Firewatch looks extremely so interesting. Excited. Yeah. That's what I was talking about this game. being the year of the indie. Like that's one of the really high profile, awesome ones. Um, Man, February 9th. Check this out. Firewatch, Mighty Number no. Nine. Yep. Yeah. And all over that. All over that. Unravel. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Yarny. 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 You will want to protect. Firewatch him. is like, I mean, it's an indie game for sure, <clears> but it has like big names as part of it. And like Ali Moss is the artist. He does amazing Star Wars posters. I'm sure everybody here has seen. Everybody's watching has probably seen them. There's great stuff. And then the voice actors are all famous too. Yeah. They got the uh, guy from Mad Men, uh, yeah. Harry. Yeah, Harry Crane thing. from Mad Men is the main character. Uh, that game has such a great style, though. It looks so pretty. I can't wait yeah. to play it. And what other games out that day? It's a crazy day. Mighty, Mighty uh, Number no. Nine and Unravel. And Unravel, which right. is Yarny. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Mighty Number no. Nine, obviously, the is the uh, KG and Afuni. The, uh, the new Mega Man. That's not Mega Man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, All great games. I want that in my veins. Vince, what what big Capcom game comes out February sixteenth? Street Fighter Five. No, it's actually Project Cross Zone Two. Yeah, that's also yeah. good. That's, Got him. See now, it's funny because I really, I really, obviously, Street Fighter Five is like the the highlight of my year, probably. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I actually legitimately like. I was looking at like the, our our tracker. You know, we keep a document of like when games are coming out and like you know try to figure out who who can review them. And I'm like, oh man, I can't review. The, the Project X Zone because yeah. I'm going to be busy with Street Fighter Five. I think Cross Zone, I, I, I thought Cross Zone was pretty unimpressive. I don't know why. Yeah, I actually. Too. It's I, not I'm impressive, big, but I think it's fun. I'm a big really? turn-based no. strategy fan and I wasn't super into Cross Zone. It's just, it's just silly and goofy and out there. And, and like, it's not just Capcom characters, it's also Sega characters yep. are in there. Yep. Hey, Nintendo. Street Fighter Five not Street coming Fighter. out in arcades? Uh, not coming out, well, there's arcades? Like, yeah, but are arcades a thing? Four but it's came a, out in arcades. Four did get an arcade uh, release, yeah. It's just insane that a Street Fighter game is not coming to arcades. I didn't realize that. You're, you brought that up because, Sam, you and well, I not American 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 realized that today, that it's just not coming to arcades, and it's like, that's so Japan? bizarre. I, I don't think it is in Japan, either. Yeah, that I'm not sure about. I mean, but I mean, even here in America, there weren't many Street Fighter Four yeah. uh, no. vanilla, but you know, arcades. There's one in Iron, there's one in Iron Lunchroom. Yeah, well, well, it's not, that's well, not actually a, an arcade cabinet, though. Like that's a this is a system with yeah the, it's a system in the arcade it. yeah. cabinet yeah it's still pretty it's still pretty I'm I'm surprised it's not coming to arcades in Japan because fighting games are still a big deal yeah and in Japan and Japan arcades. still has a good arcade culture as yeah. well so uh, February nineteenth I'm excited for Fire Emblem Fates oh yeah I'm me too mm-hmm. I'm so excited I feel Fire like that Emblem game's sneaking up on people like, like Fire Emblem yeah. was and remains a lot of people's favorite 3DS game ever made but, but, but they're always so different from each other me Awakening yeah so like I heard I mean. Jose's played a lot of this one. He just didn't said he said it wasn't as good as the other one. So, yeah. which fates? He played the Japanese version. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's just because another one is so good. Maybe it's just because he couldn't read really, anything. That's absolutely true. Oh. I mean, I, mean well, I said he, that as a joke. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a tough translation. February twenty third. I'm excited to play Far Cry Primal. Really? Fan, yeah, I'm a big fan mm. of the Far Cry series. Yeah. Why are you hating? I just don't think Primal looks very good. Mm. I think it looks like something that. Started out as a twenty or thirty dollar, like it started out as a blood dragon. Yeah. And they said, "Here's another eight months. Uh, you know, pad it as much as you can to make it sixty bucks." That's the feel we'll that I get from it. Yeah, and also, I mean, the theme of it. I mean, I think Blood Dragon was a much more interesting spin on yeah, for what sure. Far Cry had established. And I don't know. This looks a little bit more like. It doesn't look like of? a send up of anything. Yeah, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't. Well, because it's not. But I mean, so maybe it's unfair to even keep making the Blood Dragon comparisons. Right. I don't know. I would have much rather have seen a I like blood Mastodons, guys. Yeah. I don't know. You're a Mastodon I, fan? I, I like that you have like an animal companion. I definitely like some stuff about the game, but I, I, like, I really, really liked Far Cry 3. I played about half of 4, and now I don't care about Primal. Like, it's time for them to do something very different with those mechanics. Yeah. They, I haven't done anything. That's what Primal looks like to me. I haven't touched a Far Cry game since the first. Since Far Cry? Yeah, since Far Cry. Wow. Yeah, I love, I love the original Far Cry. 3 and 4 are both great. Yep. 
Yeah, no, they 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 looked they looked great. It was just um, you know, I don't know. Like at some point, like that that kind of like open sandboxy shooter in the wilderness, just kind of like. It, the setting, I think it was the setting more than anything that, that didn't grab me anymore. Like, I didn't feel like walking around the jungle anymore. I wanted to, I wanted those same mechanics in a different, in, something that, in a world that felt a little bit different. Far Cry 3 is one How about one, one the, with giant elephants with hair? Ooh. Mm -hmm. uh, Far Cry 3 is a game from last generation that I find myself thinking about more than almost any other game. Mm. Like, I'm totally going to end up replaying that game. I only played Blood too. Dragon. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't play Far Cry. I played a little bit of Far Cry 3. Maybe I can't remember it at Please. all, but I only played Blood so Dragon. I was like, oh, that's my only experience with Far Cry. It's fine. I love, so, uh, so Vince, you should check out those games because uh, it, it has these outposts, and like that's part of the game is like taking down these outposts, and you can approach them any way you want. And that's why I liked Metal Gear yeah, yeah, yeah. so much, because that's all the game was. It's <laughs> just the outposts. It's just outposts the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also that same day, February 23rd, is Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Cool. Looks really good. Didn't Actually, think, yeah. like, and it's funny because I didn't think that was a game when they first showed it. You know, I was like, "What are they doing? Trying to make uh, a class-based or character-based shooter out of this franchise?" Just yeah. it reeked of like, you know, hey, we're just trying to do something with the license. And well, it reeked of it, like launch game. Yeah, like, that, Whoa. but then it turned out to be you know one of the better ones. And yeah. now the sequel actually looks like very improved. Oh, totally. March first, Heavy Rain comes to PS4. Mm -hmm. You wanna? Pick up some plates and put them down again. <laughs> I loved Heavy Rain. I did too. Um, I just, I, I, it's I one of those things. Or a gammy. Exactly. I, I thought it was cheesy. <laughs> it's okay though. I played the whole thing. Yeah, I don't want to play. I'm with you. I don't want to play. What again. was the other one? What was the the follow up? Beyond Beyond Two, two Souls. Souls. See, uh, a lot of people liked Heavy Rain and didn't like Beyond Two Souls, but I love Beyond Two Souls even more. Oh. I was, I feel like I was the only person in the IGN office. Yeah, that, I thought like, that game had some bad taste moments. Oh yeah, that's true. But I still loved it. What about on March 4th, Twilight Princess HD on Wii U? Don't um, need to play through that one again. But it, it might look really neat. Underrated Zelda game. What, what can they do? What I'm interested in is that game was so highly rated, first of all. There's no yeah, way you call that an underrated Zelda game. People that hate that game, game now. And it's oh, not but it's highly rated. I hated the game It's not then. underrated. I mean, but, yeah. People, I, think, I think people younger than us I like absolutely think it's underrated. And maybe in this office. I think I think when people think about that game, they're remembering the slow intro, which is totally like a, a concern, like it's a legitimate problem that it takes six hours for the game to get going. But then after that, Dungeons it's like great. arguably maybe the best 3D Zelda experience. I just got the like best dungeons, the best I puzzles. Also, I think the overworld is too small, and I don't like how it makes the me overworld's be, huge. Go to the, the, no, it's not. It's it. There's there's really small quarters that you go through. If you play it now, I just played through it last year, and I thought it was way small. But it's like big. Like, what are you comparing it to? Like this, the like open Skyrim. ocean. Well, yeah, but, but like, what about in Zelda terms? Like Ocarina of Time. It's way bigger than Ocarina of or, Time. Or Wind Waker. Well, well like, but Ocarina of Time was, was for its time. It just felt really big. And I felt like uh, when Twilight Princess came out, it felt small, especially after Wind Waker. I mean, I don't, I don't absolutely love Twilight Princess. I think it's unfair. It's I feel not, like the game's I don't gotten mean such big. a bad I mean, bad. it's not open. It's like you, you, everything has a doorway to mm, get to another sure. area. When I talk about Twilight Princess being really good, I'm thinking about, I think the dungeons are probably the best Zelda dungeons. Best 3D Zelda dungeons. So I'm really curious what they do with the concept of uh, the speed sail and Wind Waker actually solved a mm. bunch of concerns about Wind Waker. Yeah. And I'm wondering if there will be any changes made to that. I mean, not necessarily like skip, maybe faster dialogue. See, I think I could be wrong, but I think they didn't do, like, Wind Waker was a remake, and this is not. This is just a port with, well, with up-res graphics. An HD port. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think, 
I, I maybe I'm incorrect, but I thought they're not making any kind of adjustments or changes to the gameplay at all. We just did, yeah, we didn't we didn't really know until right about the time it came out the changes they made to Wind Waker, but we'll see. Well, I hope they do honestly because like but that one was like of the a big sixty dollar retail release, like yeah. One of the things I didn't like about about Twilight Princess and that I haven't liked about 3D Zelda game pretty much since Wind Waker is just that the the overall the control scheme just feels super super unnecessarily clunky and kind of vague and weird. Like I I feel like they just need to change the way everything is mapped out because it was I feel like the the mapping that they did with the N64 controller like they've just tried to like take that mapping and extrapolate it across other controller types and it's like no just throw that out the window and make a whole new control system, remap things completely so it's all a little bit more really intuitive and direct. I mean, they did have Wii controls. There was, you know, there was that, and there was a limited number of buttons, obviously, on the on the. Do you on not the like control the Z targeting? Z targeting was do the we biggest. Need to move on. Is that what you're giving? We, me? we, we like, do oh, okay. more games to get through. It's okay. All right, cool. We'll, Twilight we'll, Princess HD is out yep. March fourth. The uh, March eighth is the Division from Ubisoft. Yes. That's super Which, exciting. Supposedly. Yep. Well, you think it's going to be delayed? I mean, I don't know. I don't have. I'm not basing that on anything other than that. It's just this huge, gigantic game, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah and it's, not only is it huge and gigantic, like for being only like three months out now from its release, and the fact that like we're, yeah. there's no kind of like you know closed beta, there's no there's yeah. no, no, no big presence for that game yeah. in a while now. So it seems like they've been a little bit too quiet. They have done action. some online tests, but not like high profile, yeah. big big testing right, sessions. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So I feel like it's a little bit too quiet for for us to rely on it coming out in March. But that's. Well, March 11th is a game I'm very interested in is Hitman. Mm -hmm. Mostly just because they're taking such a different uh, rollout model this time, where it's a full $60 game, but you only get one scenario at launch, and then they're going to be rolling out more content for you in the weeks and months afterwards. I like it. That's for free. I mean, I play a lot of mobile games, so maybe I'm already conditioned. You know, like Final Fantasy Record Keeper comes out with a few new dungeons every week, and you play through those. So it's like I'm already sort of in that mode, um, Mm -hmm. but I'm totally down to play a Hitman game like this. It depends. Oh, I've never played a Hitman game. Do they still have to sell me on it? Huh. What about Hitman Go? No, I, re- I should play that one. Hit oh, Mango. Hit Mango. Mango. I'm not a fan of mangoes. What? I like how they smell. Right, let's. <laughs> You're a fan of mammoths and not mangoes? Yeah, I like Mastodon. You had it backwards. Mangoes. Oh, ma- Mastodon. I like band Mastodon. <laughs> That's uh, too bad. Vince, March 24th. Killer Instinct. Yes. Season 3. So it kicks off in any case, you know. Um, I'm super excited. Like, I thought Season 2 was, you know, they switched hands. Uh, to, to Iron Galaxy, I was, uh, I mean, I, w- I wasn't uh, worried at all because I know that Iron Galaxy is a very capable studio, but at the same time, anytime you, you craft something from the ground up uh, the way that Double Helix did and then you have to give it up like kind of midway while you're still building on it, mm. I, I'm always nervous about those situations in any uh, game, especially with a fighting game where the, where the mechanics are so important. So, um, but... Like they, they really Iron Galaxy designed so many like distinct, interesting mechanics around every single new character they introduced. They all felt distinct and wacky and zany and interesting to learn. So I'm super excited to see what they have to bring with uh, season three. Is Iron Galaxy an Amazon Game Studio? Is that right? Um, no, you're, you're thinking of Double Helix is now an Amazon Game uh, Studio. Okay. Yeah, the, the, they, the previous one. Yeah, Amazon bought Amazon bought uh, okay, Double, Double Helix. Helix. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> uh, Sam, on March 25th, you're gonna play Hyrule Warriors Legends on your 3DS. Uh, I don't even know what that is. You know, Hyrule Warriors. That's yeah, I played Hyrule Warriors last year, yeah. two years ago. Two years yeah. Ago. Uh, now it's coming to 3DS. Oh, for 3DS. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one with Linkle in it. 
Yeah. I'm super excited about Linkle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's also a Linkle uh, fan. I'll play that. I didn't play Hyrule Warriors because um, I just didn't, you know. Um, mm. But I feel like it makes a lot of sense as a 3DS game. I'll check it out on that. I played platform. Hyrule Warriors and I, I thought it was actually okay. But, uh, and we gave it like a 7. And, you know. But on 3DS, I'm concerned because uh, that game is all about lots of characters on screen. That's mm. totally that's limited by the 3DS. Mm. Yeah, a couple of times I've ever played a game that's like a Musu style game like that on the 3DS. It's always had Musu. to be. Musu. Like uh, so, just the, the to boil it down, like the the Dynasty Warriors formula. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Every time I've ever Is played Musu one of those, a game. What's up? No, 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 no. It's just like kind of like a, a subgenre or. That's all. But is, I mean, that, is that a Japanese word? Where, where does Musu come from? Are you saying M O S O U? Yes. Okay, I've seen that. Yeah, I've yeah. referenced to these games before. Yes. I know what it means. Sorry. Yeah, I actually don't know the the, the little translation. I, I just always that. use it to associate those kinds of games. I hadn't heard that before. But yeah, when, I mean, I've played a couple of them on 3DS, and same exact thing you said. Like in order to get that many. Uh, characters working on screen on the 3DS. There's always a, a compromise that has to get made. Either it's the performance or the AI gets even has to be dumbed down even farther or something. Hey, did they ever bring back Primal Rage? No. No? Did, wasn't there some kind of campaign no, to do that? No, but if they did, the fighting game players would lose their minds because so many, so many like serious fighting game players have a secret guilty love for, really? Primal, for Rage. Primal Rage. Yeah. Not not as a good game, but as like, it's that's just a, the one with the a bad one. Yeah, yeah. just as a bad <laughs> game that's fun to Where play. Where they would like eat your corpse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and there'd be people in the background that they just eat. Okay. Didn't they? Am I making this up, or did they make a sequel where you were humans that transformed into dinosaurs? That's called Bloody Roar, and that's like a wow. and that's and that's the second I would say. So Bloody Roar, you just turn into different animals. Yeah, I think no, I think they uh, made a Primal Rage two where it's like the whole conceit of Primal Rage is it's dinosaurs fighting, but then in Primal Rage two, I think you were humans like seven. 75% of the time. I don't remember there ever being I might, a Primal Rage 2. Maybe I dream too. that. That might not even be true. You can be a monkey a in Primal dream. Rage. Ooh. There was a monkey? Or an yeah. ape. A giant ape. The, there's, a, there's a long list of, of guilty anyway, pleasure fighting games. Not coming back, huh? Bloody well, Ro- and Bloody Roar and Primal Rage are right at the top. Okay. There should be no guilt in loving rival schools. If that's oh, that's works. right. No, I agree. I'm in. Uh, uh, March 28th, the first Oculus Rifts ship. Mm-hmm. That day. You get that Eve Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. So Eve Valkyrie Lucky's Tale, which is a 3D platformer that's shipping with Oculus. You yeah, that they funded. Yeah. Uh, and also, Adrift is supposed to be an Oculus launch yep. game, so that's that should right. be around be cool that one. day. Those are all very different wait, so types of games. Drift, that's yep. really Drift cool. coming to VR first, or is it hitting other platforms? I mean, maybe it comes to PC at the same time. Weird. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but I've played Adrift uh, on, uh, on an Oculus uh, for a preview event last year, and uh, I was just like left absolutely just gobsmacked just yeah. that was With that was drift? yeah wow that was that was the that was the moment where i was like i mean i haven't played it since then that was back before they they had like really the mechanics of the game in at that point it was just like hey you can move around and explore mm-hmm. and see the whole like kind of beginning area of the game but they hadn't in, in like inserted all the puzzle solving and adventuring mechanics that they presumably said they were going to add I, I don't know what the status is currently but but i know that just the experience of being in space and being in that weightless zero g environment with an oculus on mm-hmm. Sold me on VR for the year. Uh, all right, March 29th, MLB's The Show is out on PlayStation for you baseball fans. March 31st, Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness is on PS4. It's a hell of a name. The next yeah. Star Ocean game. Yeah, Star Ocean's an And sometime series. in March, Day of the Tentacle will be out. Mm-hmm. They said Woo-hoo. March. They didn't give us an exact date, but I'm really excited for that one. Yep. Big, I never played Day. Big Maniac Mansion fan. Yeah. I liked. I played and Tentacle played back in the day, too. Yeah. yeah. So that should be really good. Now... Analysts predict that sometime between March and May, Nintendo will, will unveil the concept for the NX console. Yep. 
which would be the run-up to E3. I'm an analyst, and I think it'll happen sooner than that. Sooner than March. Will somebody write a story about me? <laughs> Scoop! Scoop! <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the Nintendo keeps saying you're going to hear about it more than a year, so... All right. What do you think, TGS? This is the new year. No. Uh, they don't do TGS. Oh, that's right. They'll do E3. Pop quiz, hot shot. Oh. What Xbox One exclusive is out April 5th? Quantum Break? That's the one. Woo! Break. Which will be very interesting to see how they handle their TV show game. Right. When they, they go back and forth between. When they showed at E3, I thought It's that, insane, right? It's crazy. When they showed at E3, I was like, I was like, they're gonna announce here, along with this awesome gameplay trailer, the gameplay demonstration they gave, right. like they're gonna announce that the TV show is gone. <laughs> they're just gonna say, you know what, that was an idea. Yeah. We couldn't do it, it's gone. Nope. And then they're like, nope, we're absolutely going for it. Little finger. Yep. Yeah, Iceman. We got Littlefinger. We got that that t- t- creepy dude from Lost. April twelfth, Dark Souls three is out. For those of you that Indeed. like the Dark Souls games. Yep. Oh yeah, those people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those weirdos. I don't know. I took. I I tried. I gave Bloodborne a fair shot over yep. the weekend, and I'm not one of those people. I gave but Dark you- Souls a shot and thought it. I didn't thought it wasn't fun. <clears throat> tried Dark Souls two. It wasn't fun. And tried Bloodborne, and it was not fun. And I said, these are not for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious, Damon, did you ever play a, a Souls game, like no. not Bloodborne? I mean, I, just Dark Souls 2. Oh, okay, okay, so you played Dark Souls 2, so I you mean, played a Souls game. For I mean, a few hours. Yeah, yeah, Bloodborne yeah. feels like, I loved Bloodborne, I thought Bloodborne was an excellent game, but I also felt that it was missing some of the things that made, uh, that, for me, that made Dark Souls interesting, so I'm actually looking forward to Dark Souls I think 3. it's actually pronounced Bradburn. Bradburn. Brad, Bradburn. Bradburn. The same Bradburn. day Ratchet and Clank comes to PS4. Is that a remake, a reboot? Uh, it's kind of like a reimagining or kind of... It, it's, it, a, it's a remake in the sense that you, it's a reboot, reboot, remake. I don't know what it is. It's somewhere it in between. A remake would say it has the same levels and areas. And it, it doesn't have the it same levels not. and areas. It's a new yeah. game. It's a reboot. The yeah. same characters, but as if as if you're meeting them for the first time. Yes, yeah, exactly. Correct. And I'll tell you, I played that game at E3. That is literally one of, without hyperbole, one of the prettiest video games I've it's ever gorgeous. played in my life. I've never like I, like I honestly can't. It looks like you're playing a Pixar cartoon to a degree that it's like yeah, Ratchet and Clank. It looks really good, but if you haven't watched videos of that game in like 1080p or something, like go, go ahead do and it. do it. Because yeah. I couldn't like I honestly can't believe how pretty it is. Sam, how crazy is it that April 22nd? is the day we get our first new Wii U game of 2016. That is pretty crazy. Almost four complete months into the year until we get our first Wii U game, which is Star Fox Zero. Yeah, and, and it's not Zelda. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, Star Fox got delayed till then. There's we'll nothing coming for Wii U before then. That's crazy. If it was delayed anymore, it'd be at E3 for a third time. Yeah. Uh, that same day, PAX East kicks off in Boston. I'll be there. Very exciting. Let's hang, off. Let's hang out. April 26th, the next week, Uncharted 4. Will finally arrive on PlayStation. Yeah, that's 4. awesome. Yeah, that should be really fun. I, yeah, I hope I'm, I wasn't sick of Uncharted for three, so I hope nope, not for I, four. I cannot get sick of Uncharted. <laughs> I mean, I hope. Well, I'm four. worried I, I can. So I feel like they're space. I just don't know. I don't know. I might be sick of it. It's been a long, long time. Like I don't remember what year three came out. What four years ago? Yeah, there's been plenty of time. 2011, to, maybe. There's been that plenty of time right. for that, like to to wash off of our brains a little bit and and be ready for more of those those firefights. But I'm just the thing I'm excited about about Uncharted four is. The level designs, uh, this sounds like a weird thing to say from just like watching, but the level designs really impressed me. Like yeah. how they really facilitate, it looks like different kinds of gameplay, but like all kind of at once. It's not like the here's the stealth section and then here's the plot. Do we know what like the MacGuffin is in this one? Or no, like what the. No. We don't really know anything about the plot. So we don't know what like the ancient history elements are or anything? Not, not really. exactly, no, okay. not exactly. I, I agree with you, Vince. I feel like that's the direction the franchise has been heading. Um, you know, getting, they've had these cinematic, it's always been Uncharted's thing, it's these cinematic moments, yeah. but uh, figuring out how to make the whole game 
feel that way. Instead yep. of like, here's a moment, and then here's downtime, and here's a moment. It's just like a continuous, like, you're going to go knock a dude out, and then you're going to shoot some dudes, and you're going to sneak around and choke a guy out, and it's all kind of blended. Now. Yeah, yeah. And that takes, and that, that, that's a feat of, 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 uh, of level design. In order to but make does that mean the that, game plays itself a lot? No, it's the actually the opposite, that, right? Yeah. It's actually, exactly. It's actually the opposite of that, where where you feel like you have the freedom to go from one uh, style of gameplay to the other, okay. all within the same space. Uh, it's really hard. April twenty eighth, Total War Warhammer. I'm personally very excited about yeah. that. So this is the Total War strategy series with the Warhammer franchise. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. For the first time, they're not doing like a historical yeah. scenario. So yeah, it should be. It's a really smart See. use of the Warhammer license and the Total War. Like, I hope it turns out good. Yeah, and that, that's the, the Total War series is actually a perfect uh, place to play out Warhammer battles. Yep. yep. Only two games currently planned for May. May 3rd is Battleborn. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So I'll be very interested, very interested to see how that, how that is received. Yeah, it's, uh, the, the game has a weird, and I've said this before, um, the game has like just like a, kind of a weird identity slash messaging problem where I've played, the, I've played the, the PvP, which is ostensibly really what the game is supposed to be about, mm-hmm. but that they've showed so little of it to the public, and they've, they've almost always shown it as kind of like a, hey, it's kind of like Borderlands-y. If you like Borderlands, you'll kind of like this because it's got humor and yeah. shooting, but it's also got something for multiplayer lovers. It's like they've been and so it's down. it's kind of a MOBA. And... It's kind of right. It's, the, it's for the, you know, every kind of bad. Like they've done the whole marketing thing where it's like, this game's going to be for everyone. One, no matter what you like, and I feel like because of that, the, the messaging has been kind of muddled. Yeah, I feel like they'd be better off just saying, "Here's a dope hero shooter that kind of has a campaign, and like, go play it and enjoy it." Because I think it's good on that level. I think it can totally hold its own. Not maybe with Overwatch, but certainly with Gigantic and some of the other games like that that are coming out this year. I think Battleborn has a, a great matchup against. Yeah, and I, I think, think it, they should still have more of that. I right? think it's getting Overwatched pretty hardcore. <laughs> <It's Shazam>! The other game currently planned for May, May 24th, is Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yes! Yeah. Super excited about it. We were just watching one. a speed run of Mirror's Edge today. Yeah, happening. Which is uh, very impressive. And uh, people will know how to break that game in really funny ways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really surprised Mirror's Edge is coming back. I mean, I like I that game. Great, right? But I just can't, I can't, I don't, I can't see the financial reasoning behind that. I'm happy it's happening. Yeah, I, I, is it an indie game now? Does it count as an indie game? No, not an indie okay. game. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> June 14th, E3 kicks off in L.A., uh, hopefully we'll get a full NX reveal then from the Great. Hopefully. Then June 21st, at long last, No Man's Sky Oof. will finally arrive. Oh, goodness gracious. What an exciting time to be alive. Yeah, I... I, I that's a VR game, right? Well, no. I that's mean, the rumor. Um, I, think, I thought it was. I think they it's, announced it's PlayStation it VR. Yeah. I, we don't know when PlayStation VR will be out, but yeah, No Man's true. Sky is supposed to be out June 24th. I think, I think it would be a great candidate for. Yeah. I think it would be a great candidate for PlayStation VR, which I've messed around with and had a great time with. But I mean, uh, so here's my fear about yeah. No Man's Sky. Uh, on the one hand, it's incredibly impressive that there's an entire galaxy to explore, and sure. you can find the game is so big that you personally can find millions of planets that no one else on Earth has ever. Like, no other person playing the game has ever seen. Just remember and Spore. To, and remember you to, the promise of Spore. Right, that's my concern, is that it's going to be, uh, or Mass you know, Effect for that matter. it's going to be wide as the ocean, but, but deep as a puddle. That's my fear sure. about this about the game. Yeah. So I hope there's actual, some gameplay depth there. Um, although I still think it's incredibly neat that, I, I, I don't know, like, I don't understand how it works. Like, you name a planet, then if one other human being ever stumbles on that planet, like, it's persistent. Like, they find what you found, right. and, like... 
I don't know. And there's some secret about what's at the center of the galaxy and like the central mystery behind it that's really interesting. Yeah. That, and that's the thing is that we haven't, we still don't know what the gameplay loop is like. We've well, heard descriptions not, of it. No, we, no, we know, we know in the, and yes, in a vague sense, we know that like the idea is you start farther on the edge of the galaxy. The idea is that you go and you explore and you trade and you make money to upgrade your ship so you can go farther towards the center of the galaxy. And at the center of the galaxy, some, you're going to find something, an answer to something. Right. I mean, like in terms of like, if I sit down for an hour to play No Man's Sky, like, what is the arc of my experience? Yeah. And is that arc, is there like a 30 seconds of fun there that I'm going to want to keep doing over and over again? Yeah. We still kind of don't know that. At least, at least for me, I don't feel like that's answered. But my bigger, but I, I think that'll come together. My bigger concern, going back to what you were saying, not only am I, am I afraid that they're hanging too much on how wide the ocean is, mm. but what if, I mean, People think, like, when they play test the game, for instance, like, oh, we, we, we gave this to tons and tons of people in, in early access and we had them test the game and we, know, we found everything that you yeah. could possibly have done. And then, of course, when it's actually out in the wild, you find that people are way better at breaking stuff and finding stuff than you think. Sure. So my, my fear is, what if the whole premise of this game is, like, there's endless discovery and six months from now, like, Reddit gaming has cracked the whole, has found everything systematically and mapped out the universe, then what's the game? Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, it's literally mathematically impossible for that part to happen. I mean, it's all procedurally generated, so my fear is that there's just not going to be anything that super interesting to find. Because it's all we, we got to see their dev tools and how they procedurally generate stuff, really and cool. it was amazing. It was amazing, yeah. Yeah. It was like, here's a pro, you know, here's like this, like, platonic ideal of what a, what a spaceship looks like, and then here's all the variations it can be, and the computer just generates as well. That was really neat. Yeah. Still blows my mind that that's from the people who made Joe Danger. Yep. Which a game I love. A game I love. I did love it. That's a legitimate. You gotta you gotta think about that when you're looking at No Man's Sky and be like, well, I don't know. I can't I can't connect those dots. What if Joe Danger to No Man's Sky? What if that's at the center of the galaxy? You get to the center of the galaxy. Joe Danger. And it's the sequel. It's Joe Danger three. Joe Danger three. Center of the galaxy. That would actually be pretty dope. The same day as No Man's Sky, We Happy Few comes out. Which is cool. I feel like it's, one, Shock Debs, right? I feel like it's mm -hmm. one of a dozen games yeah, currently in development that are Debs. from X Bioshock. Well, what's yeah. funny is they Creative all explosion. have that Bioshock stamp on them, but all in like different yeah. ways. Like yeah. different people that worked on that game. This has the splintered. insane people in mass stamp on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's su that's super true, though. I guess, yeah. you know, and other people took different things away from that's it. Neat. It's sad to think, but like, actually, it's not sad to think. It's kind of happy to think, as a matter of fact, uh, that. All those people that got laid off when uh, when Irrational became yeah. not what it not what it was anymore. Um, in a way, it, like, as much as it sounds cynical for them to be like, well, from a marketing department to be like, well, let's play up the fact that they developed you know, they were part of the development team of Bioshock. Yeah. If that helped those people get jobs, that's awesome. I mean, I think about that. They're like, hmm. If we hire this person, not only do we get a talented programmer or a designer or developer, we, get to we also get to say our to game is made by the people who made Bioshock. That's true. Uh, gentlemen, there's currently nothing planned for July, mm -hmm. so so no games. You can take July off. Changes all, right, you can take July off unless you're like me and you have to go to Comic Con. Comic Con. San Diego. August 17th is Gamescom in Germany. August 23rd is Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Yes, that cool. was delayed Very, from the spring. I yes. saw that game at E3, and I mean, not that you need to see it at E3 to be hyped about it. Uh, I think Human Revolution. Man, everyone wanted to hate on Human Revolution so much because but, Deus Ex has such a legacy, um, you know, and a well-earned legacy. And I, what I appreciate about Human Revolution is it wasn't afraid to. 
it's it's its own thing. Like it totally yep. is. It has its own visual identity and its own gameplay identity. Gold. And black and gold. Yeah, well it was black and gold, but it's gore it's not just black it's and gorgeous. gold though. Like it had the whole Victorian like candelabras that are futuristic and uh, like you know high back chairs and stuff like that like it had a really neat visual identity. Ar the architecture and the and the environment design were and really so something. I respect human evolution just because it's a really polished, awesome game, but also because it had the confidence to, you know, carry that Deus Ex name and say, no, this is what we're going to do with this and really pull that off. And so um, I absolutely expect uh, Mankind Divided to be a Game of the Year contender. Wow. For sure. Not a fan. Uh, oh, that's too bad. I liked, I liked Human Revolution. I like no, Dishonored for that type of game. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the game I like mm. better. Mm. I don't like the cyberpunk, like, super corporate future I, I didn't like I didn't like Adam Blade Jensen. Runner? Is what I'll, I'll uh, say I like Blade Runner, yeah, but that's all I needed. That yeah. that'll do. I like Blade Runner because that has spaceships in it. Okay, right? let me just. The spaceships can be a game changer. So and it's outer colonies. SpaceX has like and, futuristic and, helicopters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, so cool. if it's spaceships pilots. and or mastodons, if they put mastodon spaceships in DSX, you would play it. I, everybody would play that game. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting pretty close to Blood Dragon at that point. That's true. <laughs> Space the Dons. Space the Dons. Whoa. Yep. Uh, August 28th is PAX Prime. September 15th is TGS. October is when we're supposed to get ukulele. Yeah. Consider this. The, the next Banjo-Kazooie game. Ooh, that's if, gonna be good. if they can get it finished by then. If that game... I mean... I've been playing a lot of 3D platformers recently, and uh, back the old ones, and they, you know they don't generally exist anymore. I don't really like the Ratchet and Clank series too much, but uh, that's one coming out this year. And then uh, Ukulele, if it's if it can be as fun as Banjo Kazooie, that'd be great. That would be awesome. Banjo is really fun. When, I still think it's fun. When Rare Replay came out, I 100%ed Banjo Kazooie. Got all the notes, all the jiggies, all the honeycomb pieces. Um, I did not get all the mumbo tokens. Um, 99 so, it. So Ukulele, uh, super super hype. For uh, I just love I say it on GameScoop anytime something like this comes up, but nothing goes away forever, and everything old is new again. Um, that's awesome. It's awesome that we get cutting edge AAA stuff alongside stuff that you know tweaks our nostalgia bone. Finally, in December, Divinity: Original Sin Two yeah, should be out. That's and I I got to play the Enhanced Edition mm -hmm. this year and really really like. I still it, need to so. play that. Yeah, I've put a lot of hours into Enhanced Edition because uh, once it came to console, it was very easy to do the split to do split screen co op yep. Yep. Uh, with my girlfriend, and like we've sunk a, a lot of hours into that. I should play that. My PC couldn't run it. I love Pillars of Eternity. I love that style of game, but because it's not pre-rendered like Pillars, it's 3D backgrounds. It my computer couldn't actually. The frame rate was too bad. So maybe I'll pick up it. Pick it up on consoles. Yeah, I had the same problem. On the PS4, it runs, uh, it runs like, th not 60, but at 30, sure, and it's gorgeous. You know? The sequel is doing crazy things with co-op that no mm -hmm. computer RPG, I shouldn't say no, because there's always games doing crazy stuff all the time, sure. but you know, no sort of big mainstream computer RPG that I'm aware of has ever done on the co-op side of things. So um, it sounds really intriguing. Yeah, and that's uh, just... Big Kickstarter success. Yeah, mm -hmm. those, those are really cool games. All right, that's everything that we know of that has a date this okay. year. Are we going to actually talk about the things that don't have dates? Yes, we, we are going to talk about that. It's going to be a two-hour scoop. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to keep us on track. Uh, but I wonder if you guys have any predictions for this year. And I have, yes. I have some questions I can lead with if you don't have your own predictions. Just to, like in general? Yeah. Do you, do well, Vince? one thing I was going to say that I, I thought we were going to talk about at some point is that um, you know, this is the year that VR becomes a reality. Uh, for the consumer. Yep. An, ex an expensive reality and an early adopter's reality, for sure. That's an easy one, Vince. They just know. gave us a price in our release date. <laughs> sure, but I mean, like, it's, you know, we're going to see a lot of it. I think we're going to get the PlayStation VR this year almost certainly. 
uh, even though we don't have a release date but on that But it's so yet. expensive, and it's going to be hard for yeah, people to like, even figure out how to use software Do you it. have a prediction about what PlayStation VR will cost? Yes. PlayStation, PlayStation VR is going to be four forty nine ninety nine. I'm going to. It's going to be four ninety nine. You think it's going to be four ninety nine? Four forty nine, four ninety nine. I think they're going to be. I think but it will be under the Rift. Yes, they're going to. They, so that's I why feel they're like, waiting. Exactly. I think, that's I think why they're waiting. waiting. Exactly. That's why they're waiting. <laughs> they're waiting to see what people's reaction to six hundred dollars is, and then they're going to undercut it. But they're going to console. They're going to Xbox One it. and stuff like that. What's that? There'll be a console bundle and stuff like that. Oh, for sure, absolutely. And that'll be a crazy looking price. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, eight hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks? Which platform? How much PS three was? Which, plat which VR platform do you think will emerge as the early frontrunner? Um, I think which is out first, but yes, VR will have a Oculus. bigger install base. Yeah, really? See, I I I think no, that Oculus is a great piece of hardware. I don't think that Oculus is going to be the the leading. Oh, I absolutely. I think do. Facebook is the install base that matters there. Mm. No, it's going to we'll be get, Oculus we'll because a we'll they have there. the majority of like Oculus to a lot of people is. VR, yeah. like that's that's what that's the that's the one that started the whole thing a few years ago. So they have all that mind share. It works on PC, you know, and there's a billion PCs out there. Although to be fair, it does need to be a very high-end PC. Um, and I think most important of all, they really seem to be focusing on non-gaming applications, mm -hmm. um, which is hugely important to uh, VR taking off. It doesn't just necessarily need to be a toy for gamers. No, um, it's gonna have porn, which is the biggest deal about it. Right, like that whole that's, open source hacky mentality of it, like download a thing for your Oculus and check it out, is going to be missing from PSVR. Yeah, but PSVR oh. will be its own thing, and it'll, for games it'll probably I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying PSVR, game. like my prediction, if which one is going to be the front runner, I absolutely say Oculus. That's not to take away from, yeah. I don't know whether PSVR is going to be a success. I think those will be different things. Yeah, I, just, I guess it depends on what you mean by front runner, right? Like if you're talking about like what's going to be the, uh, have the deepest cut commercial mass, mass sale success, I don't think that's I don't think that's Oculus. What's going to be the cutting edge? What's going to be opening up interesting doors uh, more and more uh, in interactive software over the next decade? Mm. Oculus. I agree uh, there. See, I do. I do think Oculus will outsell PlayStation VR. See, I, I think I would like to Easily. live in that world. I think I think the Oculus is an awesome product. Easily, you think? Oh yeah. You think even so? Though, even though it costs more. It's owned by the biggest company in the world right now. The I mean, PlayStation. I don't, I don't. They can put any resources they could possibly. They can make it a hundred bucks if they wanted. PlayStation right. well, VR not, is a peripheral. For now, but we'll see what happens. And you know? Oculus is not. Right, that's one thing that, that I agree that the, 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 P, uh, the PlayStation VR has working against it, is that it's a peripheral. And historically, those kinds of add-ons, even ones that are supposed to greatly expand oh. the capabilities of the platform, aren't... Uh, you said Oculus is not a peripheral? I don't consider it a peripheral, though. It's a peripheral for your computer. Yeah. You can't... Oh, sure, but I don't think it's the, that's I don't different when you're talking category. about the PC market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you're talking about yeah, the, that, I agree that's with, a weird distinction. I agree with Justin. When you're talking about the PC market, it's like hard to like, technically a graphics card is a peripheral too. Like you know, it's it's all just I mean, parts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying Can is, can you do anything with it on its I own? I consider the Oculus no? its own. The Oculus is its own platform. I compare the Oculus to the PlayStation Four more than I compare the Oculus to the PlayStation VR. In that, in terms of I business, that's, I think that's a strange no, distinction I, to make. Because I totally you can play agree. games on your PC without Oculus. I actually agree with him, only be, not because of the functionality. Um, like you're right. If you go by the definition of what the word peripheral is, like you're right. They're both technically peripherals. Mm. Uh, I guess Ball in terms of analyzing what their performance is going to be, I feel like there's a strong precedent in the console world that when you when you have the box, right, and then you have after the box comes out, you have this other thing that you can buy for it that greatly even if it greatly expands the functionality of that box, people still look at it as an optional over here thing. Like that market looks as that as, as this as a side dish, whereas. The PC market looks at everything that comes out that you can put on your PC as just another option they should think about, especially if it's considered the cutting edge option. And that instantly becomes something that they want. I mean, so uh, we probably have to move on. Yeah. But uh, the 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 peripheral nature of the 
Oculus will be interesting when you can plug it into a MacBook Air and it works fine. Wow. And it'll be even more interesting when you can plug it into your phone and it works fine. It's amazing to me that it takes a $1,200 computer right now to run it. Like, I can't believe we're not beyond that technologically, <clears throat> but that's where we're at. And it's like really early, uh, but that's where that's when all of us will be playing VR. Regardless, if that ever happens, it's when yeah. you can buy a stock laptop and just plug it in and it'll work with your stuff. You can't even play Steam games. Re regardless of who wins uh, VR, everyone that tries it, not everyone, most people who try it are enamored with it. It's real, it's here, it's expensive, but not out of the realm of, no. you know, people buy 500 or $600 things for their household all the time and it will be, you know, 400 next year and it will be three or 200 in a couple of years and it is going to be something that's, you know, real within four or five years. Uh, just nationwide and worldwide. I, I do genuinely believe that. And I, I Mass Effect's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get to that. I don't have any predictions for the year. All right, well, let me ask you this. Will the Nintendo NX be out this year? Yes. You really think it's going to be this year? Yeah, this fall. 2016. I don't even think Zelda's going to be out this year. I was going to say, that, that I think they're going to I think they're going to Twilight Princess, uh, the new Zelda. No, we That's going to be my, ne my next question. Yeah. <laughs> they are gonna, they yeah. Are, they're absolutely going to Twilight Princess Zelda, but it's this fall. The NX is so coming out. They're manufacturing the NX, NX this summer. Year. Wow, 2017. That's right. No, we are, weren't you on the scoop where you talked about yeah. them? They're like starting to manufacture yeah. that console. They said, like, that, they said they are ramping up production on it. Of course, this is also just like... I, I'm talking about Zelda. A report. Yeah. You know. I, I think, I mean, yeah, if, if I guess if NX... Yeah, I, I don't know about NX. I just don't know. I'm not going to make that call. I did predict on this very podcast that an NX's house is going to be in Egypt. And there was a rumor this week that it, it would be. So well. look forward to that. Uh, all right. Will anything change with the sales gap? Between That's not this year, though. They just said that on the part of that rumor. It's it's next year, so it doesn't count. Okay. Will anything change with the sales gap between PS4 and Xbox One? Um, yeah, I think Xbox is going to close the gap a little bit this year. It's, I it's agree a, with that. It's a big gap. I don't know if they're going to be able to totally reverse it, but uh, they're certainly going to to get back into the race for sure. They've they've kind of righted the ship a little bit. They've figured out some of the philosophical problems that they had in their approach uh, at launch. And uh, they're also assisted by the fact that a lot of Sony's exclusives uh, kind of just faltered, slipped, and resulted in a 2015 that, while it was a lot of fun and very good, was kind of a little bit naked mm -hmm. in terms of big exclusive AAA titles. And yeah. I think that's a lot. And like Microsoft's lineup yeah, that this year. backwards compatibility. Yep, that's that, neat. Yeah, that backwards I mean, we, compatibility. I like my PlayStation 4 a lot. It remains my console of choice. Me too. Uh, yep. But it's no denying that 2014 was not a great year for that console. 15? Yes, excuse me. <laughs> 2015 was not a strong year for the PlayStation 4, and whereas the Xbox One had an absolutely stellar year. Sure. I, I, mean, I think the cross-platform stuff has always been better on the PS4 graphically, and mm -hmm. I think that's sure. a huge deal. It's still yep. true. Yeah. I, that drives me crazy, because I'm playing most stuff on Xbox One now. It is. And I'm, I'm like, what resolution am I missing out on? Everyone yeah, but I don't, games. like, here's, like I played, what, what was the big AAA? I, well, I don't even remember which console I played things on, which is your first sign. That, <laughs> right. It was The Witcher. I played The Witcher on Xbox One, not PS4, just because that's the copy I got through work. And, like, yes, it's running at a lower resolution, but, like, I don't feel... Like, I just don't... It was an incredible game, and it was yep, still, sure. you know, a 9 out of 10, and I just don't... If other people care a lot about that, like, kudos to them, but for me, I just don't... I don't care. Like, I just I'm, feel it. I feel that I'm playing the inferior version. I don't feel really? it. See, I'm the opposite. I feel... Even though I'm, I enjoy I'm so, it, it just got to your head. I'm it so focused on the game world and fucking slicing stuff in half and all that, <laughs> I mean, and I'm not worried about, like, 720p versus 900p at that it's point. It's just too like, bad. It's just too bad that they can't be equivalent. That's true. All right, let's quickly touch on the games supposed to come this year that we don't have release dates for. Telltale's Batman mm -hmm. series, right? Mm -hmm. Crackdown 3. Yep. Oh, yeah. Get them orbs. Cuphead. Cuphead I'm so excited for. I can't wait for Cuphead. Dishonored. Damon and I got destroyed in Cuphead. Yeah, I was real bad at Cuphead. <laughs> Dishonored 2. Best booth at E3. I mm -hmm. hope that's out this year. Yeah. Uh, Doom. We actually saw yep. maybe a possible release date leaked today. 
Final Fantasy 15. Yep. At, at long at last. So cool. High on my list. Yeah, man. I hope Final Fantasy's back. Yeah, me too. That Friday the 13th game. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gears of War 4. Yeah, like I'm... I'm probably I'm probably not as excited as some other people are about it, but it's still exciting. Yeah. I think it'll be very very fun. I hope it's different enough. Fresh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gravity Rush Two. Still I'm waiting on a release date for. Dying it. for that. Yeah. Halo Wars Two announced last summer. So cool. I love that series. Yeah. Well, I love the one so game for that. in that series. <laughs> uh, the strategy good for it is great. Horizon Zero Dawn. Did they say that uh, they're targeting twenty sixteen? Yeah, they're targeting twenty sixteen, and it, that yeah. that is definitely. At the very tippy, tippy, tippy top of my like for like the big AAA titles coming could, out this year, or that you're excited for. Yeah, that I'm excited for. Wow. That's like that's I that's, that's on the back of the that's box. That's cool, man. You know, at the very <laughs> tippy top of my list. <laughs> I need it. IGN. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I hope that's the big game. That had a really weird trailer. I hope, I hope it's a. Oh, I hope a it's an RPG great trailer. Wait, wait. What about what about Metroid Prime Federation Force? Oh, no. No, but going back to Mass Effect for one second, I hope the big twist of Mass. Mass Effect with the new Mass Effect is that it's actually like totally an RPG. Like they they well, scale so, back yeah. to like yeah, Mass Effect One style stuff, and they make and they make it like feel more of like an actual yeah. universe. Yeah. I would say that's probably not the trajectory of video games in general. I just want to drive that Moon Rover around. I, I want that Mako back. I think it's going to be more Borderlands. We'll see. Mm. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch. I yep. Put it in my face. Overwatch is real good. Yep. Persona Five. Yeah. Oh, yes. Man, what a great year. What Pocket Tournament. That's a weird one. Pokemon some fighting. people, some people are really it's super really excited about it. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not. When, when I say that I'm not into that, people are always like, "Oh, you're a that's because you're a fighting game snob." Like you don't want to. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's like the opposite. It's actually like I love Pokemon, yeah. and I think it's a fascinating concept. If it was on any engine other than Tekken, then I would be interested. Except that's that, like, actually an interesting. Tekken point. is a great fighting weird. game. I, I think it's excellent, very deep. But I just not. I've never like loved it the way I've loved some other. You should get another Pokemon Stadium. Oh my god, a, yes, please, a weird game. please, I loved Pokemon Stadium. Why didn't we get a Pokemon Snap on Wii U? <laughs> right? It's the one thing that I that know. console would be perfect. My most yeah. played Pokemon yeah. game. That's true. Uh, Sam Recor from uh, oh, the people yes. that brought you Metroid Prime. Armature yeah. and, and Mega Man. And, and, and Inafune. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's an amazing thing that's happening. Yep. But that, that got yeah. delayed. That, well, right. Still 2016, yeah. Live but it was year. it would have been really strange if it would have already come out because it looks like a big 3D. Recore is a strong candidate to not actually make it out this year. Yeah, I'm scared for it. That's also true. Yep. Um, it's got a robot dog. Yep, robot dog. And then uh, dog. what about Sea of Thieves? Remember that one from the Microsoft conference? Yeah. A rare yeah. game. A rare yeah. pirate game. Pirate right. Game. The problem with that is that it's got pirates, so... What the hell? What? Is that why the pirates? I, I, I was talking to Ryan McCaffrey, our, our executive previews editor, the other day. Uh, we were having dinner, and I said to him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess something to you, Ryan, and I'm going to confess it to the internet. Pirates are an instant turnoff for me. <laughs> if, if there's a game, or the chokes on his stake. Like the, game, the game can have the most amazing, amazing systems, mechanics, artwork, whatever. It can be an amazing game, but like you sell me on the game, you tell me about it, and then you tell me, oh, and it's pirate themed. I'm like, oh. So you didn't uh, like Assassin's Creed Black Flag? Nope. Wow. See, I'm the exact opposite. Well. I'm like, <laughs> your gameplay systems may be so-so and underbaked, and you might not be very pretty, but you let me like hit up the open seas and sing some sea shanties <laughs> and upgrade my ship, and I'm like, You're all, okay. right. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, super hot. Oh yeah, super, super hot. hot, super yeah. hot. Banner Saga two, uh, yes. Yeah, this year, uh, the Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hopefully, we'll finally be out this year. I was thinking about. Uh, I'll play that game. I was. A, I was a little so-so on uh, Shadow of the Colossus, but like yeah. Eco to me is one of the greatest video games ever oh, made. Yeah. And so what that, a weird, really? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, did you mix them up? Because yeah. <laughs> Shadow of the Colossus is like one of the coolest, Shadow's most the one. neat games you ever. Thinking and of Shadow Eco's of the like an okay game. No, Eco is so good. I, I, I think they're both exceptional. But, uh, oh. Zelda Wii U, although. 
some of us feel like maybe it won't be out this year. Yeah. I think it'll be, yeah. and even if it does come out, I hope, I hope it's not disappointing, because The Witcher was an amazing Zelda game. <laughs> Finally, yeah, that's true. Finally, Hot Shots Golf. It's not Dungeons. I'm so Witcher. stoked for yes. Hot Shots yeah. Golf. I totally to forgot back. it was coming, and then yeah. when I was at PSX and I yeah. saw it, I was like, oh my god, there's a new Hot Shots, and I ran yeah. up to it like, like a fucking hour. On, on PS4. Yeah. On PS4? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and you can, and like between the holes, you actually can like get into a golf cart and drive or walk oh to the my next hole. And like other pe- other yes. players can be. How on have I never heard of this? So is there like gameplay footage? I, I and hadn't stuff? heard it either, and then I played it at PSX, and I was like, oh my god, put it, put it in, there. <laughs> dude. Hot Shots Golf. I probably played fifty hours. Yeah, me too. The PSP me too. game. Yeah, their original. I, I didn't know I, mean, I had like fellow PSP Hot Shots Golf fanatics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. along with I me. love Hot Shots Golf. Oh, awesome. Yeah, for sure. And then I'm actually realizing what I left off this list is scale bound. Which like is uh, 2017 now. Oh, that's just yeah, already pushed. It got pushed to 2017. That must be why. Yep. All right, there you have it. I think it's going to be a good year for video games. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the time has finally come for the Damie Awards. Uh, these sealed envelopes were delivered to me by Price Waterhouse Coopers mm-hmm, sure. earlier today. Independent hopefully, audit. Yep. Hopefully, that. these cats have little wings. <laughs> <laughs> the Damie Awards. Are, this is the second annual Damie Awards. Of course, it's a very prestigious award ceremony. It awards the best uh, entertainment content I consumed in a year. We should definitely point out this is not IGN's Best of Awards. This is not even really the Best Video Game of the Year award. It's just the best video game that I played. IGN's Best of Awards will be up in line by the time, by the time so yep. watch this, though. Is up. That's right. Uh, so What's good written luck. on that envelope there? Well, apparently someone at PricewaterhouseCoopers made a, made a mistake on the envelope. <laughs> And had to cross out movie and game. Because <laughs> he couldn't possibly have gotten <laughs> are another to, envelope. Are we supposed to guess each one? No, you don't guess. I'm going to read out the nominees, and then uh, we'll, we'll open the envelopes and find out who won. <laughs> do we each get to like, announce a winner? Nope. No. Or is it, it's, it's all you? It's all you me. It? Okay. <laughs> it's all about you. <laughs> yeah, this is my show. Uh, now, uh, I'm going to read out the nominees. Good luck to everybody. I, studies have <laughs> found that... Uh, a game Studies. or a movie that mm. wins a Damie, uh-huh. their sales increase a million percent. Yep, wow. one so, million yeah. percent. Mm. Yeah, so not even one hundred. Uh, okay, the nominees are for the best video game that mm. I played in t- the year two thousand fifteen are mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five, mm-hmm. yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. okay. Fallout Four, Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition, yeah. and Batman Arkham Knight. Great games. There's not a bad game on that list. What's that? I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on Metal Gear. The pools are. And you say Metal Gear. The winner is. I'm gonna bet on Tomb Raider. I'm gonna. It's not Tomb Raider. He didn't even finish it. I had to beat a late game puzzle yesterday <laughs> in a Let's Play with him. The winner is ah. Oh, oh Metal Gear yes! Five, The Phantom Pain. What a great game. The best game I played game. in 2015. What a uh, game. All of these are really great games, but uh, nothing captivated me quite. Do you like. also accept the award? <laughs> no, I'm accepting. <laughs> I'd like to thank my mom. I'm accepting on behalf of Hideo Kojima. Yeah, who has not been legally barred from from this room. He was totally totally able to come (laughs) today. I don't know why he didn't. His (laughs) invitation certainly must have got lost in the mail because otherwise (laughs) he would We only had four envelopes. (laughs) He chose not to join us today. Oh, wait, is that Mr. Kojima? No, 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 it's not. No, it wasn't. That was Sean. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, The next category is for the best movie that I saw Mm. in the year 2015. The uh, nominees are The Martian. Mm. Starring Matt Damon, directed by Ridley Scott. Eh, you remember that game? On that movie? Such a jerk. Uh, (laughs) Mad Max Fury Road. Star Wars The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. The Hateful Eight, which I finally saw last night. Oh, cool. Inside Out from Pixar. Mm -hmm. Liked it. And Ex Machina. Ooh, oof. That was this year? 
Yeah, yeah. earlier this year. Yep. Are there ever ties? No. Not so far. There's not been a tie. That'd be really this cool. is only the second annual. I'm going with X Machina or Force Awakens. I'm going with X Machina. You say I think he's Machina. Force Awakens. You say Mad Max. The winner is Mad Max. Ooh, Fury Road. You like the guitar guys just that much, huh? Yeah. Lots of great movies this year. I love Star Wars. I'm always going to go with a hard R. <laughs> Ultra violent uh, movie though. That's okay. just that's just where my heart is. The raid. Okay. I'll remember for next the year. Raid. That hateful eight had some violence. The raid too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like. I'm still. The hateful eight is also eight hours long. Yeah, yeah. That's why. I told, uh, I'm still processing the hateful eight. I you know I love Tarantino. It's obviously like any his like worst movie is still better than sure. most anyone else's yeah. movie. But it's, I don't think it's one of my favorite Tarantino films. But it was so fun sorry. to watch. But yeah, I, I want to revisit it. You so you don't gross. want to? It was very gross. <laughs> it's real, real, real gross. <laughs> Finally, the biggest category is uh, the best TV show sure. that I watched in 2015. The nominees are Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Fargo, Better Call Saul, big Breaking Bad fan, Moonbeam City. You guys even nah, heard of this nah, one? No. What is that? It's an animated uh, show, and uh, it has the art style of the old uh, Duran Duran 80s covers. Oh. Like, that's the art style of the show. Okay. Uh, it's really, really good. Veep. Silicon Valley, The Nick, mm. and The Affair. You watched a lot of TV this year. Yeah, well, we watched Damn, a lot dude. of TV. I'm going to say Damon. Jessica Jones didn't make your nominees? I liked Jessica Jones. I don't think it's on par with these. I'm with, series. and I'm with you. I'm a, a lot of people. I feel the same way about Daredevil. It's, it's I not a Damien nominee. Yeah. I'm going to say you picked Fargo. Oh, yeah. That was gonna, I think it's yeah. Fargo's a very Fargo's safe, a a very safe bet. Let's, let's find out who the winner is. Did you watch Master of None? I did watch Master of None. I liked that. I liked Master of None. Liked it. Yeah. Not on my top list. Uh, the winner is Fargo. Yeah, this yep. year, I really, really, I love Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is consistently amazing, but Fargo really impressed me. First of all, when they, when I heard they were making a TV show based on the film Fargo, I was like, "That's yeah. a really dumb idea." It's a mm-hmm. Terrible. But idea. then they totally made it work. They like blew up the show, yeah. and so you got to explore all these other different threads. Yeah. It was super fascinating. And then, with the second season, I was like, they didn't even have like a blueprint to follow. They had to come up with their own original story that was like still as good. And I think it was even better than the first season. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was. I can't even believe. That they pulled that off. It was amazing. I wish we well, could talk about it more, but I feel like anything I'm going to say is like kind of spoilery. That's true, and I don't know if you even watched but there was an I've un- only seen the first I will say there's an unexpected element in it that I just thought was yep, great and, it's and awesome. crazy and cool. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I know what you mean. I had that spoiled for me. Oh, Aww. no. I didn't. Too bad. I hope I don't. Well, it's in the first episode. Oh, that, uh, oh that's the... And, and in other episodes. Okay, okay. In the okay. first episode. Okay, okay. Congratulations to all the winners of the second <laughs> annual Damie Awards. Uh... A winner is you, Damon. A winner. Really. A winner is you. Real quick, before we leave the first Game Scoop of the Year, we have to play a video game 20 questions. Oh, no. Speed round. Everyone knows how this works. Uh, you have 20 yes or no questions to guess this mystery game, which comes from our, our viewer slash listener, Aaron. Don't screw us, Thanks, Aaron. Aaron Do it. suggested this week's game. You may begin. Did this game come out before January 1st, 2000? No. It's uh, <laughs> so much harder <laughs> for Sam. Did, did this game come out before January first, nineteen eighty? Hold on, hold on. He said no. He it came out. That's not a real question. <laughs> no. He said it came out after two thousand. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. My bad. Um, all right. So was this uh, was this on a? Did this debut and was this exclusive to a Microsoft console? <laughs> Those no. are a couple questions. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So it was not exclusive to a Microsoft console. Okay. Did this come out after sure. 2010? Yes. Ooh, that's good. 
in 2010? After Oh, 2000. after 2010. I was like, that's a... Okay. Okay. That's, hey, that's pretty. A, that includes two thousand. That's pretty yeah. modern. Is yeah. this game uh, primarily associated with PC? No. Uh, is this game uh, in any way, shape, or form a shooter? You mean? Are you asking third or first? You know, like is it a shoot? Do you shoot things? Do you, you said in any way, shape, or form. Are you asking if there is shooting in the game? I guess I'm asking if, are you asking if you gave this game a genre, would it have the word it, shooter in it? Yes. Is the, is the genre a shooter? It's not categorized as a shooter. Okay. So no. Son of a bitch. Do you play as a human? Yes. Finally! <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> so you're a human that probably uses a gun sometimes. Maybe. Uh, God damn it. I'm, a, I'm so thrown off by it being out in the last ten years. Ten years, the last six five, years. Five, yeah, six years, five, five years, six years. Um, you play as a human. It's not a shooter, but do you? Okay, I think we need to narrow That's down the platform a, a little bit more. Year award. Yeah, I want to narrow down platform a little bit more. Is it in the PS4, Xbox One generation? No. So late 360 PS3 game. Right. But it could be on PC. Could be, but after 2010, it's like a Mass Effect. But Bioshock is kind of a shooter, though. Oh, that's a total shooter. Mm-hmm. You're you're a human. Uh, is it? I'm gonna ask another one. Is it a is it a sci-fi future theme to the game? <sighs> it's tricky. That's a little tricky. Kind of. Oh. Really Sounds tricky. like an Assassin's Creed to me. Man, it's not really sci-fi. Okay, I mean that's. But it's also not, not based in our reality. So it could be like Far Cry or, or Assassin's Star Wars. Creed. Well. Free. Okay, I so think that's he would call that this. Sci-fi. This uh, okay, Vince, you, you asked. Okay, um, is the uh, or dishonored? Does the action uh, take place somewhere on Earth? On our Earth? I don't. Uh, I don't. I'm not super well versed in the lore of this game, but I don't think so. I don't think it's supposed to be Earth. I was just trying to see if it was an Assassin's Creed. So is it some kind of Planet of the Apes situation where you only find out it's Earth at the end? <laughs> was it Earth all along? <laughs> is that what you're Spoilers, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, if, I want to narrow down the genre a little bit. I know, yeah. me too. Yeah, me too. Um, it, I guess, is this, is this an RPG? No. Is this game 3D? Yes. I was going to ask that. That's good. That's 10. That's good. Yeah. It is 3D. We're, um, we're, I, should, we're, I should make note of all the questions you've asked so we can recap at 10. Mm-hmm. We're in trouble. You know, it's a 3D game. It's a 3D game, but it's not it's an not RPG a or a shooter. It came out in the, in the late PS3, 360 it's lifespan. An it's not an Xbox exclusive. Exclusive. So, yeah, so a multi platform game on PS3, 360 generation. We're 3D. not sure if it's Earth. Yeah, well, no, I said it's not well, Earth. Well, I mean, it's there's something. Oh, I said it's not Earth. It could be any superhero game, Crackdown. That's on Earth. Should we ask if it's No, it says Metro. Isn't that. Is, what do they, they have a name for the city. Can we city. ask about sequels? Yeah. Do Does it have any sequels out? Uh, a sequel is forthcoming. Ooh. Yeah, it's cracked. Oh, down. snap. No, yeah. Snap. It could that be. Was it before? That was, no, that was before 2000. Crackdown 2, maybe? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, is it a platformer? No. Kind of running out of genres. Um, yeah, I don't want to well, get too. This open a, world. This genre, a, I mean, it's an action. This genre like is a trap. Game. Is it an open world game? No. Well, well, no. 
Damn, I'm, no. I'm, I feel like I feel like you're hosing us on this one a little bit. It's not. I'm not hosing you. I'm trying to help you. Okay. <laughs> I don't think. Cer certainly, you wouldn't say if you were like saying name some open world games. It wouldn't be like GTA Five, Assassin's Creed. I understand. So maybe if someone were to technically think about can you go upright, left, or down, then yes, maybe you can. But it's still not thought about in the way you think about open world games. Yes. So it's not an RPG or a platformer. But we there's some shooting, and it sounds like maybe, but it's not a shooter either. Right, and you play as a human. You play as a human, but you're not. And it's not sci-fi, but that tripped up Damon. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a sort of sci-fi. Yeah. Is I'm, you should I'm, ask if it's a female human. Uh, I was I was actually just gonna say like, do you think it could possibly be a Metroid? But what's that? Mean? Those are sci-fi games in the future, and they're shooters. Yeah. Well, no, some people don't call. Damon hesitated over he, PC. He hesitated on shooter. He hesitated over PC. Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah, what so. was the PC question? Was it on? Is it primarily associated with PC? No, no. It's it's not. not primarily that. associated with PC. Did we ask that? Yeah, I asked okay. if it's primarily associated with PC, and he thought about it and said no. So I don't think yeah. it'd be Metroid. It's probably on PS3, Xbox, mm -hmm. Xbox 360, and PC. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I don't even if we ask if the God Mike asked if a woman if it stars a woman, but I don't even know what it would be. Tomb Raider. Yeah, I'm not sure. What we but that's would, on Earth. I'm not sure. What we would and that's be. not sci-fi. Right. So we wouldn't be ruling anything out with that, really. It doesn't it's help me. I, I don't mind. I don't mind it. Is there a female protagonist you play as? No. Um, what if we narrow down like how the game plays a little bit more, like not genre, but let, like what you do? Like, let, let me let me ask you this: When you going back to your question, is if, if it's sci-fi, do you consider steampunk sci-fi? No. Um. Okay. Well. I feel like. I mean, I don't. I feel like it's a subgenre of of sci-fi, but. This is, this is why I have difficulty answering. Are there stealth elements in this game? Yes. Yeah, is it Dishonored? Yes. <laughs> it's like the first game I asked. Well, no, you didn't ask. I, you mentioned it. Okay. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to make it back yeah, around. Yeah. No, I kept on being there. So I, is it sci-fi? That, that's that, a really tough question yeah, to answer. So I'm not hosing you. I was trying to... You know to, what's crazy, I understand. Though? I'm not is that blaming you. I'm just saying it's hard to not get it. It's like hard to get a Like, if we had asked if it's a fantasy right. game, you probably would have instinctively said no, but I think that's a fantasy. See, I would have said yes. I would have said yes, it's a fantasy. fantasy game. Yeah. Because there's, like, mystical elements to it. There's magic know. in it. Yeah, yeah there's magic and everything magic. runs on web. But I don't think about that when I think about it. I do think about the more steampunk. And I also, yeah. I do think about, so it's like, like sci-fi becomes code for stuff set in the future. But yeah. it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be right? that. Exactly. That's what, yeah. that's but that's, and in the same way fantasy becomes code for something set in some other world. But that doesn't need to be either. Or something with dragons yeah. and magic. That was a good one. Or like, yeah, it's medieval oh, times, okay. but there's magic in it. It's like fantasy, even though it doesn't need to be that. You must have been nervous because we brought up Dishonored several times on this. Podcast. I know. I was. Like, oh, it's going to be fresh in their minds. Maybe. Yeah, it was great. And then you actually it totally said was. it before you guessed it. Totally it totally was. Hell, we're off to a good start. One for one. <laughs> one for one in 2016. Let's keep the streak going. Yeah, keep the streak going. All right, that's all the scoops we have for you this week. Uh, thank you, Justin. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, Sam. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address gamescoop at ign.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop, and we're out.
You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com. 